Blair Kirkhoff, longtime writer, sports writer for the Kansas City Star, and just a great guy with his finger on the pulse of things happening in this area. Podcast, you want to look it up, uh, Sports Beat KC is very, very good. And Blair joins us now. Uh, welcome to you. I, mean, I, know you're bi- I know you're busy, and I really appreciate a few minutes of your time. Oh, no, no problem, Jess. So unofficial mayor, I'll, I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, you like uh, that? Sure. <laughs> There's no key that comes with that or get-out-of-jail-free card or anything, but just uh, in my book, you're the unofficial mayor. I appreciate hey, uh, it. Uh, good talk to you. When I talk to you and set this up, things have changed a little bit since then uh, with Kansas having to pull out of the uh, Big 12 tournament. Uh, I really hate that for them and for the tournament. Uh, anything to add to the uh, official release by the Big 12? Yeah, how about that? Schedule got a little lighter tonight at T-Mobile yeah. <laughs> with, uh, with with no second game. And, heck, how about Kansas? Not even the first uh, program today to pull out of its conference tournament. Yeah, Virginia yeah. in the ACC uh, did the same thing, Duke, a couple of days ago. So what's, what's interesting about Kansas is they had, uh, unlike most other programs in the country, and, and especially Baylor, Kansas had very little problem with COVID during the season, and uh, uh, and, and they, they missed one non-conference game in December. Tarleton State had to pull out because of COVID, but that was the only one. And so I, I don't know if um, you know if, if the odds caught up with KU. Certainly, the um, you know they, they 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 they've had their issues here in the last week or so with two players. Uh, David McCormick and Tristan Anaruna uh, left back in Lawrence while the team was in Kansas City because of COVID protocols, and now uh, having Kansas having to pull out of the tournament because of the you know the positive test today. So, you know Baylor has to play tonight in a what should be a you know a, a spirited game against Oklahoma State. Meanwhile, Texas doesn't have to leave its hotel room and they get a bye into the into the championship game, and that is uh, this has never happened in, in Big Twelve tournament history. Yeah, it is wild. I hate it for them. Uh, I wonder what it means for next week. Do we have any idea, you know, about Kansas moving forward in the NCAA tournament? Right. So, you know, the the NCAA has has ruled that schools, uh, the participating players, that need to have seven days of negative tests um, for to you know to to continue. And sure. So if if um, so, Virginia and Kansas, because of uh, when when they pulled out of the tournament. Their clock has started. It uh, starts mm-hmm. today, and and uh, so uh, you know the tournament actually starts later next week than it has in previous years. So in seven days, Kansas could open the NCAA tournament, and and they're planning on doing that. Kansas is actually going to not leave Kansas City and return to Lawrence. It's, it is planning on spending the next uh, this weekend and the early next week in Kansas City, do their hmm. practicing, their testing, all the all the protocols here in town before, and they're planning on going to Indianapolis. So um, that, that, that's where it stands. But if they have another positive test between now and then, I, 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 it's same with Virginia. I think that that'll uh, that that could do it. Mm, man, I hate that. I hope that doesn't happen. Blair, uh, a lot of conversation in uh, in our part of the Big Twelve about the Big Twelve Player of the Year. Uh, this year, we certainly thought Jared Butler was the guy. Cade Cunningham was outstanding, and, and I don't mean to question, you know, his credentials at all. But he was the coach's 
Big 12 Player of the Year, the AP Player of the Year, was uh, uh, Baylor's Jared Butler. Uh, interested in your thoughts on that, kind of from outside of Baylor, looking at that uh, award, that honor. Uh, what do you think about the two guys actually splitting it with the two uh, publications? Right, right. Well, I was surprised, too. I, I thought Butler was going to be named the uh, – would have been everybody's uh, player of the year. In fact, I, I didn't have a vote this year in the AP. I, 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 um, uh, I, w- I would have voted for Butler over Cunningham, certainly both first-team all-conference. And, and, and when I've seen uh, All-America teams, projected, projected teams, I've seen Butler on all of them, but not Cunningham on all of them. So – and not to say Cunningham wouldn't be deserving of first-team All-America. I think when it's all said and done, they'll both be consensus first-team All-Americas. But I've just seen Butler get more national recognition than Cunningham. So I was a little bit surprised when the coaches' team, especially because it was the coaches that you would expect if, if there was going to be a split vote, it might have gone the other way with writers picking Cunningham and coaches picking Butler just because they value leadership and some intangible qualities that uh, – that um, that that writers might not, you know, seniority that sort of thing, but um, yeah, I was surprised when it when it went to Cunningham. But look, Jared Butler is just phenomenal, phenomenal college basketball player. I think he'll be a good pro as well. Um, I, I've been wildly impressed with him, and he. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad the AP did what it did because it would have been a it would have been a shame if he had gone through his career without being a, a conference player of the year. Well, and it kind of makes uh, it, an added layer of intrigue in this game tonight, doesn't it, with uh, Cunningham and the Cowboys going against Jared Butler and the Bears? It really, it really does. I mean, I, that's why um, I, I think of the, uh, you know, the, the games that are being played in college basketball today, this is the most intriguing one, simply be, well, for, for several reasons. I mean, Baylor's just playing great right now. Uh, it's been playing great all year, but but, but playing great, uh, you've got the individual matchup. But Oklahoma State, one of the hottest teams in the country, uh, the way right. they've been playing the last few weeks. It's funny with with the you know with Baylor's drawing this thing uh, to get Kansas State, which has been playing fantastic the last couple weeks. They get them in the in the quarterfinals, and now Oklahoma State, a, a program that's equally hot, uh, they draw them in the. You know, in the semifinal, so Baylor is absolutely working for its um, its first Big Twelve tournament title. Well, and it's been that way for Baylor really the last week and a half. I mean, every team we played down the stretch was red hot. You know, Kansas lost there, West Virginia, Oklahoma State in Waco, and then uh, and then Texas Tech at home, and then even K State yesterday. I mean, they'd won four or five coming into that game. So yep. that's what you get in the Big Twelve. Um, uh, let me ask you this: you, You've well, been at this tournament probably every year uh, that there has been a Big Twelve conference. It is certainly different. Uh, with limited attendance, but what what are your thoughts about just being able to get on the floor and host the tournament again here in Kansas City, which we didn't do last year? Right, I I, I, I love that it's happening. Um, the you know the, the specter of the pandemic certainly hangs over the, the city and the area where the arena is. You know, you've got the the entertainment district across the street, the Power and Light, which is. Uh, I think one of the reasons Kansas City is such an ideal place for the Big 12 tournament is because not only uh, you know not only is the building great and the fan support has always been there, but you, you've got uh, the down, now you got the downtown hotels, the entertainment district. It's just such a party and a festival in Kansas City for for the week. And 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 now with the women's tournament at Municipal Auditorium, just on the other side of the Power and Light District, you've got. Uh, 
you got both tournaments running, but you know, can't you know the fans aren't allowed uh, to to celebrate in, in year in the year that they um, th- this year. I'm hoping just a one, obviously just a one year or two year thing with the with the pandemic, and we'll be back to somewhat normalcy a, a year from now. But uh, but uh, just to hear the, you know, even though I, I know where you're sitting during the games, and we're even above you in, in terms of yeah. distance from the court. <laughs> But to hear to hear the uh, the coaches yell the the the, the, the basketball shoes squeak um, you know players yelling instructions that's been kind of interesting in a you know a nineteen thousand seat building that has no more than twenty five hundred to three thousand people in it at any one time. Yeah, very different, and 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 you can hear that even up at the uh, seventh level, right where the writers are <laughs> up there. That the is way away from box, the floor. As we call it, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hey, man, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Uh, it is great to be here. We love coming to Kansas City, and uh, it's always great to see you and visit with you, and we'll see you over there in just a little bit. Okay, sounds great, John. Take care. Thanks, Blair. Thank you. Blair Kirkhoff writes for the Kansas City Star.